Welcome to New Teacher Talk. My name is Dr. Lisa Ross, and I'm the Director of Data Assessment and Quality Enhancement Plan at Southern University and a and College. Today, I'm going to talk about creating an environment of celebration. When you hear the word celebration, what comes to mind? Well, there are three words that I associate with the word celebration, and they are parties, rewards, and acknowledgments. I wonder, are there similarities between our thoughts? As you begin this amazing school year, I challenge you to incorporate celebrations into your learning environment. You may be wondering, well, what does that look like? I'm gonna be honest, it varies from teacher to teacher. I will share with you all a few strategies I've implemented in the past in my classrooms in order to foster an environment of celebrations. Number one, student of the week. I previously taught middle school and high school social studies. So you have to imagine that I had to be creative, right? With how I incorporated student of the week. I wanted buy-in from my students. So the nominations came from my students. More specifically, I would host this student of the week nomination on Fridays, usually about the middle of the class period. And I would tell my students to take out one sheet of paper. And the directions are simply, students, I want you to think about the course of this week. Think about a peer who you believe went above and beyond, a peer who you believe should be recognized as our student of the week. So on the piece of paper, the students would print the name of their peer and the reason why he or she should be acknowledged as student of the week. So a lot of the students would ask, well, can I vote for myself? Can I nominate myself? And my only response to them was only one name belongs on the paper. So I would give the students about five minutes to complete their nominations. I would then pick up the nominations. Either I would stand at the board and record the tally marks for each nomination read, or I would ask a student who wanted to serve as a volunteer. And that student would stand at the board, record the students' names as I read them off the paper, and they would keep up with the tally marks. So you may be wondering, okay, well, what is the significance of this activity? Well, number one, it allowed my students to hear how their peers viewed them. Because once again, on each sheet of paper, it was just the student's name and the reason why he or she should be nominated for student of the week. Number two, I allowed, you know, a student to serve as my recorder. And of course, a lot of our students want to be involved to do different things in the classroom. So after the reading of the nominations are complete and the tallying of the nominations are done, I would recognize the students who had the highest number of tallies. Not often, but a few times I've actually had a tie. How do I reward the students? Well, one, I would give each one of them a certificate. And this would take place on that Monday because I would use the weekend to create the certificates and even buy a tangible reward that I believe the students really would appreciate. So it could be a gift card to McDonald's, Sonic. It could even be a piece of candy or a little treat bag. So this would require you to get to know your students. For example, my students who won, I would ask them, what are your favorite types of candy? What is your favorite brand of chips? Things of that nature, because that would give me an idea of the reward that I can bring for them that following Monday. 
So on that Monday, I made a big deal of recognizing our students of the week. I say our because it was that class period. I had a bulletin board in my room and it would say students of the week. So for each class period, it would be that student's name as well as some of the remarks or comments rather made by his or her peers. Also, I would present the student with their certificate and their treat bag in front of the class because I am making a big deal of it because to me, it was a big deal. And if I had the parent's email address, I would send them an email just letting them know your child was nominated and was selected as our student of the week. Here are some of the comments his or her peers shared about him or her. So can you imagine for a parent to open their email on a Monday and to read this email? I mean, you know, it's short, but it has so much positive energy, you know, just amazing comments about their child. And I'm pretty sure that did a lot for that parent's as they, you know, just go through day to day, especially if this was a parent who only heard from the school when it was something bad that their child did. So the next strategy I like to share with you, of course, is bulletin boards and using them not only to showcase students' work, but as a way to celebrate your students. For example, a birthday bulletin board. I think we see this a lot in the elementary grades. A lot of times students get to middle school and high school their birthdays aren't really celebrated. So just imagine if you are a secondary teacher and in your classroom, there's now this birthday bulletin board and it's the student's name, their birthday. And maybe you can ask them why you're getting to know your students, you know, for a fun fact about them, right? And now they have something to look forward to that entire month in your class if you're going to keep it up that long. My next suggestion Calling parents and informing them of the good news. So as I told you, I would email my parents if I had an email address to let them know that their student was our student of the week. But another way that you can incorporate parental involvement after students have taken or completed rather an assessment in your class and they've made an A or B, guess what? maybe what, 30 seconds to two minutes to call the parent and let them know, hi, I missed them miss such and such. And I just want to share with you that your child made an A on their world geography quiz this week, or they made a B on their public speaking presentation. Once again, secondary level, the number of positive phone calls is very slim in comparison to the number of positive calls on the elementary level. So once again, sharing the good news with the parents is another way to foster an environment of celebrations. Next, send in handwritten notes. So let's just say if you're really busy, you maybe could not connect with a parent, but you still want to share with them some good news, right? Maybe this parent did not provide an email address. So something I've done a few times, not a lot. I would send home a handwritten note, letting the parent or guardian know what celebration I wanted to share with them about their child. That goes a long way. That is a tangible item. Parent or guardian can save and share with the student for many, many years to come. Next, certificates. Of course, you could either make your own certificates online or you can purchase them from various stores that sell educational materials. But once again, that certificate is something tangible. Maybe the students are required to create a portfolio. Now they have artifacts to include in their portfolio. 
My next suggestion on how to create an environment of celebrations relates to treats. But my note here is to be careful about treats. Definitely check with your administrator on whether or not treats are allowed because we have a lot of dietary restrictions and things of that nature. So if you're going to do food items as treats, definitely, once again, check with your administrators and your parents to even find out how do they feel about their child receiving chips, cookies, things of that nature. And my last suggestion would be a monthly newsletter highlighting acknowledgments in your classroom. So yes. Most schools have a school newsletter and it's so broad because it's for the school. But can you imagine if your administrator says, absolutely, you can create a classroom newsletter. Now, this is another way that you can share with parents the great things that are happening in your classroom. And now the parents are probably excited, looking forward to the next edition, looking forward to seeing if their child will be recognized in the newsletter. A few reminders I would like to share with you. Number one, media release forms, simply because if you're going to take pictures of your students, make sure you have a media release form signed by their parents or guardian. Also, I would encourage you to be consistent. Try not to start something first two, three months of school and then you stop, right? Because I get it. We all are overwhelmed. Sometimes it seems as if you're never going to see the finish line, but be mindful and be consistent of whatever celebrations you desire to incorporate in your classroom. Also, I would encourage you to save copies. So many times we're in such a rush and that we utilize our last copy. And now you're like, oh my goodness, I have to start from scratch, right? So I would encourage you save copies. It will make things so much better. Now you have a template that you can use as a guide. You have resources that you can now share with other colleagues. And my next reminder, take pictures to capture the memories. And by that, I mean, for example, your birthday board. It's one thing to describe it to others, but if you have pictures to show them, here's my birthday board, they may offer feedback on what you could do differently. By you looking at it, you may decide, okay, here are some things that I can do differently for the next month. All of these things that you're doing to foster an environment of celebrations, document it. Because then the next school year, you may say, okay, I want to keep this. I want to change this. I want to delete this. But you would have something to actually base your final stance on. And finally, after hearing this, you may feel as it is a lot and overwhelming. If that is the case, I want to encourage you to stop, breathe, stop, and breathe. Begin by selecting one strategy. For example, Citizenship Award. This wasn't something that I talked about, but it kind of have the same description as the student of the week. So you may decide, hey, I just want to do a Citizenship Award once every two weeks, once a month. That's fine. You just need somewhere to start. 
I encourage you to keep your eyes open for your students who are going above and beyond. So what does that look like? Maybe have a clipboard or a notebook or a little notepad, right? And you're writing the date. You see a student going above and beyond. You don't have to say anything. You may just, I'm going to write the date, mark the student's name, and I'm going to write what he or she did. And then if you decide at the end of the week or the end of the month, like this is going to be my student that I recognize. Now you have information or a description as to why this student was selected as your citizen of the month or citizen or student rather of the week. So you've identified the student or students. You can either design a certificate using what Canva, Microsoft Word, or programs, or you can purchase one and fill in the student's name and the reason. Once you present it to the student, Think of how you would like to share the news with their parent. I know a lot of teachers are using Class Dojo. That may be a way that you can share with the parents the great news of their child. Also, you can send an email. You can call the parents. You can send a handwritten notes. It's interactions like this that mean the world to not only your students, but to their parents as well. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you become a regular follower of this podcast channel. And remember, as a new teacher, we are here to help you.